0: Okay, let's start our discussion of Parshas Tetzaveh, Tavshin Pei Beis, um, after a, a week, uh, not off last week, but a week where there was no shir, of uh, Hashem, uh, we're back. Uh, Tetzaveh, the only Parsha in Sefer Shmos Vayikra and Bamidbar, without Moshe Rabbeinu's name, but he has already alluded to us in Vaata, in Sefer Dvarim, some say, oh, the rest of the Torah, Dvarim, he's also not there, but he's talking the whole time, but in Vayikra Midbar and Shmos... Uh, is just an illusion, as is pointed out by the uh, by the Rishon But let's start off with the Atat et Yisrael. Moshe, you, you Moshe, command bnei Yisrael about about the Menorah. About the Menorah of Yichu Yelach Hashem and Or take the purest, the purest of the Shemen. Right as Rashi quotes, this Shemen is not pounded in the normal way uh, as we usually get, but it's just the first, first little drops, first droplets of the of the olives. Uh, oil the, from that comes out of the olives that's the only one that's used for lighting of the of menorah. And the question that's asked here in uh in a um contemporary Likut, mitikus Va'arevus patora. So uh, we've, we've quoted before. Tzarklahaven in source number 1. Madua nomar lamosh rabenu. She yitzaves ami sohalahos ner t'habben. Why did Moshe get this Sivui? Harimisha misha malacha that era is a around the lamosh. Right, going to light it. We know from last week's parsha Right, parsha's truma that Aaron Kohen Cohen, what, he was the Cohen Gadol. He had the begadim. We had the special avoda of the Kohanim uh, to the exclusion of the Levim. So asks the here the author, why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu receives this command and not Aaron? He says krevi Lach as Aaron Right, they were already Kohenim, weren't they? Okay, put on the begadim. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This week are the begadim. Last week we have the background for the. Uh, I already did the, uh, the Parshadah Shavua on, on the plains. That's why it already is in my head. But, uh, the, um, so the, we already, we, he's gonna be a Kohen. That's, that's the goal. So, so why is Moshe getting this Sivui, again, even before he puts the Begadim on, on Aaron Akohen? So he quotes the Gemara Mesas Menachas, which he quotes the whole Gemara, so I didn't feel that we have, I had to give it to you, but it's the Gemara Menachas and Daphnun Gimel on the base. Where the Gemara tells us a, us a conversation between Baruch Hu and Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu found Abraham, in the HaMikdash. Um is oh, what is my yedid doing in my house I'm like a ben yedid right so many so many items that people call yedid so what are you what are you doing I came for my children. Armavinu, his descendants. Amr lo Hashem banecha chatu but they 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 deserve punishment. Amar Avram shema Bishogeg chatu. Maybe it was beshogeg. Maybe they don't deserve it. Amr lo Hashem bemeizet chatu. No, it was bemeizet. It was bemeizet for hundreds of years. I was trying to get them to stop. Shaul Avraham ulai miutan chatu. Maybe it was just a few, just a minority. Heishav lo Hashem rabim chatu. No, it was it was many. It was. Mazed. It was Rabin. Bikesh Avram. Tiskar lem brismila What about the S'chus of Brismila? As many Chazal say, as long as a Jew has Brismila. Mila, Armalak who Baruch Hu Haeviru Mealei Mitzvah S'Amila. They also rejected that. Avram Avinu was trying again. There are other Gemaras. Remember Gemara on Shabbos where where Avram Ravinu and, and and Yaakov couldn't say anything, and Yitzchak saved the day. But here Avram was trying. Maybe if you wait, maybe if you give them more time. Even though they've had more than a hundred years since Yishayel and navi has been telling them, It's not going in the right direction, right? Their spiritual st- status is not going up. Avramavinu as the His starts crying Shema Eilam Takana, is this it? Is this the end? The Chorban. and maybe and maybe one might say it was right before the Chorban. We've quoted in the past the Medrish. Rashi told us quote this in Mesekh's Kiddushin that Medrish on, on Apostakitahilim, that up until the last moment, even the Malachim weren't sure what was going to be destroyed. Was it going to be the ones who deserved punishment? am Yisrael, or was Hashem going to take His anger out on the eight Simba right, which didn't deserve punishment? So maybe this conversation it says and shenechrab it could be right beforehand. So Amravinu was nervous. Maybe this is it. Maybe <coughs> maybe we're done. Yotus called mi shemayim va'amra, and the baskal goes out from shemayim and says, "No, it's not. It's not going to be eternal." Zayit ra'anan. We're compared to olives. Just like olives require a lot of work in order to get out that oil, and until they grow, you plant an olive tree. It takes a long time, and the processing, but once the time comes, and once the time comes, there are many shesile zaysim, And there are many olives. It might take a long time, but Klai Yisrael will get there. We'll get there eventually. Right? It might take a long time of ups and downs, but Klai Yisrael will get there eventually. Khan, so now says the, the author. Khan on We're compared to, we're compared to many things in Chazal. But one of them are zesim, olives. And there's many uh, aspects what he spoke, speaks about here, more on a national level. Right? To get to the oil, it's a long process. After the planting and the growing, and then how to get them down? You shake it, you crush them, and then it only gives the shemen, kacham Yisrael. We go into, we do things wrong, and we go into Gaulis, and we get Mitzultal, and move from place to place, and crushed, and pounded. So like an olive, then at the end of the day, we're gonna come back. The end of the day. So says says the author about Hakkadish statement, Moshe, you take the Shem and Zayas. You take the Shem and Zayas. Why? Because Moshe, I remember your history. Remember sometimes you wanted a short term view. Right, Lama And I even remember before that, right, the Pirkei Balazar by the Snet, where Moshe Benu says, b'yat tishlach. And Rashi, I think, quotes Arna Cohen, sends says the one that's been prophesizing for years. But the Pirkei Balazar says, Send Elio Anavi, don't send me. Because if you send Elio, we could skip this whole history and just have the Ge'ulah. But that's not, that's not history. You have to have history before you have destiny. And therefore says, Hakarish Hu to Moshe You complain! Right? You take the, you take the, the Shemen and crush it, and you get the Tzivli of the Shemen's eyes. Right? Because Moshe, remember this message. Israel are going to become purified. It just might take a long time. After you crush it and push it, And And that's the ultimate. And that's what we're compared to. Mishi is boni megumar yireh. Shekharishbarahu maftiyach l'amravinu. Akharishbarahu promises amravinu dafka. What does it say in the Pasik? Zayas ranan. Amiso yagia besofal tachliso. K'mo oso zayas. Like the olive shechof timumi asrim. Right? That we, we get crushed. And then he quotes an al-shech that also relates to the long process that we all have to go. Right? What does the Mishnah say? Call yisrael. Yeshlam chele khalam haba. We all have a chilek to Olam Haba. Say, so, ask the Al Shech HaKadosh. What? So there's no Bechir HaKadosh. We're automatic. We have, we, have a, we have a ticket to get in. Call Yisrael. Yeish lohem So it explains the Al Shech no differently than we usually understand it. We all have that portion that we could tap into. It's not automatic. It's not that... It's not that the chilek is somewhere else and we're going to go into the chilek. No. Inside of us, we have a chelik that can get to Olam Haba. But it's up to us to use it. It's up to us to capitalize. Right? And also, that's why he says on the bottom, Why doesn't it just say we're zochah? The answer is because it's not talking about the, the end result. It's talking about the potential. Every Jew has the chilek to get to. We have a chilek. It's just like, you know, imagine you have a ticket to the game, but if you don't go to the game, that the seat's going to remain empty. So we all have a seat there. We all have a seat in Olam Haba. The question is, are we going go to go? Are we going to go to the game? Are we going to go sit in the seats? So that's what life's about. There's a chilek waiting for us. Right? There's a chilek waiting for all of us. Line three. Masbra Alsha, Khilak Olamaba, Yakavani Shai Shaichus we we have a Shaykhus, Klomar. Call Yisrael Yeshtom Chelak alokami Mao, Shuanefe Sha Ruchani Ruchniut. Right, we have this connection to Akarishbarhu. The Kashi Yisaki no sapobaz, once we fulfill it, then we connect. We connect to that portion that is that is uh destined for us. But it's a long process. Right, it's hundred and twenty years. Remember the Pasig in Kohelas, Tov Yom HaMavis, B'yom hivaldo. And the Medrash on the Pasig gives the muscle of the boats. Right? When the boat goes out to sail, there aren't so many people there. In the days of old, we can't remember. Before, but you go to the boat, so, you know, there's, not, so, there's a send-off, but when the boat comes back, and there's a celebration of a successful journey, so that, that's when the real celebration is. To welcome. So that's, that's what the Medrash says, Tov Yom HaMavis, B'yom hivaldo. When somebody is born, you don't know if he's going to capitalize on his chilek. Right, We have that chilek, but we don't know if it's going to be used and fulfilled. So that's the process. We're like the olives. Just got to plant and keep going and be able to get the most out of every day HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. Okay. Moving right along. So Tetzavah Yisrael, command, so take the oil, Ba'ol Moed, right? that's where the menorah is, and now perach ches. V'yatah hakrevi leches Bring close to you Aaron, his children. Mitok b'nei Yisrael to become koanim. Aaron, Adav and Aviyu, Elazar and At this stage, as we know, all four sons of Aaron. So, ask the Mahari Asad, one the Achronim quoted here in the Sefer, Midchas Michael, Ravin in today. Says the Mahari Asad, v'yesh Ma elecha, Hakri elecha. Bring close to you, Moshe. They bring close. Bring close to the mishkan. What does Moshe have to do with this? Moshe is not a Kohen. So what's that word alecha? Bring the kornim close to you, as if, as if Moshe has something and, and they're gonna, the kornim is gonna be brought to Moshe. Number one. And what about the continuation? The elecha and Aaron and Banov, mitoch b'nai Yisrael. Uh, where else are they coming from? HaKarei Aaron and his children. Lachan, Oli. do you need that phrase, Yisrael? What is that adding? So he quotes from the Mahari Asad, who explains the Pasuk, al tuftam v'das, al pima de isa, the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, and af haf'alad. A startling Gemara. Those who remember it from a half a year ago, from Rosh Hashanah Chafalov, ala pasig, bikish Kohelas limso de brechefetz. Kohelas searched. we discuss this also in the Navi Shirem, there was a in the Chamesh Megilas, in the Koheles. Bikish koheles limso de brechefetz. Koheles, meaning Shlomo, Koheles is another name for Shlomo, he wanted something. Bikish de brechefetz, limso de brechefetz. What did he want? So the Gemara says, bikish shlomo liyos kemoshe. Shlomo wanted to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. He wanted that. And Abbaskel says, sorry, you might be wise, but you can't be like Moshe. Yatuz Abbaskel vi Amra lokam kemoshe od navi. So, question. And this is a question that many of the Farshim ask in that Qumar. Shlomo HaMelech knew what it says in the Torah. Remember Shlomo? We sometimes think of biblical figures as, as living in a different, uh, different time. They did, but they also had to keep Torah and Mitzvahs. Shlomo put on tefillin every day. Right and Shlomo, uh, you know, every day. Maybe he didn't daven exactly what we daven, but Shlomo davened and uh, tzitzis and he ate kosher and he kept Shabbos. He even made some takanos. Right, nati So he knew the Torah. So it says in the Torah, Moshe is unique and nobody's ever going to be like him. So what was Shlomo thinking? What is it dafka only in bnevuah? V'lokam kemosha o Navi, v'kosha. V'chiloyada shlomo macha kasa batorah. V'lokam Navi kemosha. It wasn't chachma that he wanted like Moshe, because he had chachma. Like nobody else had chachma. So, question one, what did shlomo want? What did shlomo want? Question two, the Gemara tells us in Sotah, Dibish ask me so shall Moshe, when Moshe died, Malachi ashareis amru Moshe, the Malachim said the following pasik, Sid kas Hashem asa o mishpata v'em Right? Moshe did the righteousness of Hashem and proper laws amongst the Jews. That's what the Malachim said. He asks the Ma'ari Asad. Hashem already says in the Torah there's nobody like Moshe. Isn't that like the, great, that's the greatest praise that you could say? Right? The Malachim wanted to praise Moshe Rabbeinu. at the end of his life they should just repeat what Hashem said. Moshe... Nobody like him before and after. They have to come up with this other pasik. He did Tzedek, Hashem and Mishpat in Yisrael. Okay, it's nice. But how could that compare to what Hashem said? And would it, what Hashem said have greater weight? So why do they say this own pasik? why do they say this own pasik? and Miyatu It sounds like they're minimizing. Right? They're just saying what so he did something good. Did something good. So explain to my sat. Amisha Kasu a Farshim, fascinating suggestion. A Yisod Gadol in history. To be the spiritual and political leader together in one is not common. And in most generations, maybe it's not even advised. Not even advised. Right, we mentioned in the past, right, the Maharsha in Zvachim, I think on Daphne and Gimel or so. Where the Marsha notes that the Gemara there says that the Mizbeach, the base of Megdash was Dafka Yehuda and Binyamin. The entire Mizbeach had to be in Binyamin. That's why it wasn't, wasn't, the, it didn't have a base on the, on the, on the south side and on the, and on the, on the east side. The Marsha says, we like to separate Yehuda and Binyamin, the spiritual and the, and the political rulers. So usually, you don't have Navi and Melech in the same person. Even the greatest of kings, they had separate Naviim. Right, <laughs> Shaul was the king. Shmuel was the Navi. David was the king. But Nassan was the Navi. Sip, different positions. He was the Navi Hador. And why is this? Says the Mariah Sad. Because really there are different requirements in the personality to be a Melech and to be a Navi. What's a Navi? A Navi, you have to be meditate, you have to be separate. The Rambam discusses this in Uchaz Yisodiat Torah. Somebody who's aloof in a positive way. And he separates, he does all the mitzvahs obviously, but he meditates and ultimately connects to Hashem. That's a Navi. The Nivda Mikalchzi Olama Zeny and you're totally not involved in the Goshmius of the world, the Khomashavosov Latar, Lakadeshatsmo, Sheiro Shrasashina. Right, a Navi is always in the God zone. Right? always, always there, connected. The Alkane Soroklyos Mivudad Minabrios. And what about a melech is just the opposite. Avalamelech Adaraba, Sorachlios Mu'ura Vimabrios. What's a melech? Right? You have to have the heart of the people. You have to be with the people. You have to be with the army. You have to be involved in life. You can't have more than 18 wives. You can't have too much money or too many horses, but you have some money, some horses. you got to be in charge of the, uh, of the army and of, and, of, and of food. So really there's different... A navi and a melech are kind of opposites. A navi has to be separate from everybody until he has to give musr, and a melech has to be involved. So you can't be the same person, can't be both. Except by Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu was the ultimate Navi, and he had the din of a Melech. Moshe Rabbeinu all That's what Shlomo wanted. Moshe had both, because he was unique. But Shlomo said, "I'm a king." But Moshe was, "I want to be a navi. I want to be the navi. I want to be the navi too. My father, he had an, I want to be the navi. I want to be the navi." Lo shahayarot elios gadol b'nevuah kamoshia abenu ki adash azayifshar He knew he couldn't reach the level of Moshe nevuah. Ela melech the navi kamoshia And Abascal goes out and says, "Sorry, sorry, Bikesh Kohelas but it's not meant to be. And then he quotes fascinating pshat. He says, that's that's what the Mepharshim say when Yoshua said about Eldad Omedan and Baal Adonim Moshe Kla'em, what does Rashi say? Give him sarchet Sibor. Vem Kala What does he made give him sarchet Sibor? What was the chashash that these people were going to be, Other were going to be Neviim like Moshe? What does Yoshua say? meaning, let him be like a melech. And if they're like a melech, they're not going to take your place, Moshe. They're not going to be the Navi. So it's a beautiful, deep understanding of that Rashi. It doesn't mean that it'll just like tire them out. But in the once you have one purpose, then you can't have the other purpose. Now we understand what the malachim said about Moshe Rabbeinu what they say? They were just emphasizing his uniqueness. Tzidkas Hashem Asa, umishpata vim Because he was both. He was Tzidkas Hashem Asa, he was the Navi, umishpata vim Yisrael, and he was the Malach. Involved in both. Shalom Bilvad, 25. Shalom kam Navi bi kamosha. kamoshe. Ayadezesh Asa tzidkas Hashem. Not only did he perfect that area, ella afgam zoshmishpata vim Yisrael he was the But still, there was obviously a what he says, Navi But that's the praise that the Malachim were giving. That he was both the prophet and the king. He was the Navi and the Melech of the generation. So now we get back to our pasik. What do we start off with? Right? What's the Eilecha and what's Bitoch B'nai Yisrael? Right, Lacha, moshe, bring close to you, Aaron, to you, what's to you, and what does it mean, mitopene, so Yisrael? See, he quotes, the Kohen Gadol, which Aaron was about to become, is like a Navi. Right, the Kohen Gadol is, is, is in the Yerushalayim. The Ramam says he should hardly ever leave Yerushalayim. His house should be in Yerushalayim. The Mepharshim wonder where the Ramam gets that from, even. The Ramam says that the Kohen Gadol should live, what about if the Kohen Gadol wants to live in uh, somewhere else out of Yerushalayim? No, the Ramam says the Kharkhili should live in Yerushalayim. So he's, he's like a, he's like the Navi. He's gonna be in the Kodash Kodashim once a year. He's gonna be in the Mikdash. So one would think, and this is fascinating that maybe we don't think about often, Iron coin? was the o Shalom and the Rodev Shalom. He was the one that was more involved with people than anybody, and yet he's the one that's supposed to be the Kohen Gondol, which is like the Navi, as we just said, which is the opposite of the Melech O-Ev Shalom Rodev Shalom. So that's what Akkadosh Barakul was telling Moshe. Moshe, Aaron's going to be like you. Aaron, the first Kohen Gondol, because of his personality, because of who he is, he could also be like you. Hak Lecha, Mitoch, and even though, Mitoch B'nai yisrael from amongst B'nai yisrael, because that's where he is. And that's where he's going to remain. Mitoch B'nai yisrael From amongst B'nai yisrael. he's still going to be the Kohen Gadol. Bring him to you, but be like you. And it's the delicate balance. You know, one might say, even though they both had, I'm just adding this, but they both had both, but, They each lean towards a certain part of that. And maybe we need that. Now, obviously, Moshe leaned towards Navi. And Aaron leaned towards Melech, slash, being part. But again, we needed both of them. And they overlapped. And maybe part of the fact that they could do both is that each one excelled in one of the sides, even though they both had both elements uh, in their personality. So just read that, line 31. You're about to ask from Aaron, He has to be more away. So that's what he says. Bring him close. He'll learn from you the balance. The balance between Melech and Navi, And again just to relate to that, each in our own lives. We have this balance of being the private, direct connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we need to cherish, that we need to divorce ourselves from the outside world. When we daven, when we make a bracha, when we, when we learn, we need to disconnect. But on the other hand, obviously, we have to be like the Melech, and we have to be like the Ohev Shalom and the Rodev Shalom, always being connected to each other and following both, following both leads. Okay, there's another message he quotes from the Brisk, the Brisker but we'll leave that leave that for now. Moving right along. Next pasuk, we're not moving so so quickly tonight, right? Hakrevi bring close to you Aaron and his children. And the big dekahuna, the royal vestments. Speak to the wise of heart. Hashem ileisiv Chachma, those who are filled with wisdom. Asu, and they shall make, the big Speak to those who are filled with wisdom. And again, the Mepharshim, we've quoted this in the past, chachmileiv. Usually we don't associate chachma with the lev Usually chachma is with the moach, or even the, the kloyos, according to some chazals, but not the heart. The heart of, of the feelings, the heart of the emotions. But chachmilev means there's, there's wisdom here. There's wisdom. Those who are wise. Rabbi Lam, here in source number five, talks about, and he wrote this in the 1950s. I didn't give you the exact date, but in the 1950s, he talks about how much knowledge we have. There is so much knowledge in the, in the world, and every genera- every every year, every week we get more and more knowledge and more and more knowledge. Rabbi Lamb says, is that making us better? We are so knowledgeable. We have the microwave and we have we have cars and computers and we have so much knowledge and we make the ama- most amazing things. He writes where it's underlined, it is not that we have too much knowledge but that we do not know how to use what we have. It is not that we are too smart but we are too smart for our own good. Our brains have grown while our hearts have shrunk. And this is 70 years ago. The mind of man has sharpened while his soul has grown dull. What are we doing with all the knowledge that we have in the world? He continues, he quotes an article from the New York Times, on line 35, We already have too much knowledge for our own good. Even if all research would abruptly stop we would have enough work ordering and utilizing the knowledge we have for the next hundred years. Just stop. No more new knowledge. We would be, we'd be okay. There is so much surplus knowledge in the world today. So many professional magazines published and circulated that individual scholars find it impossible to keep up with all the information that's available to them. Speak to the nearest local doctor just to keep up with every, every email and every magazine and a new study and a new this and a new, and it applies to every science. me <laughs> Lev is what the Torah says. The Chachma has to be connected to the leif. Because if it's just about the brain and there's more amassed, where's that getting us in life? Where's that getting us in life? The term means not the wisdom of the brain and the mind, not near knowledge, but the wisdom of the heart and the soul, of feeling and faith, of reverence and ethical sensitivity. Only those who have the ladder can be filled by God with the former. right? We have to be connected. We have to let the Chachma shape who we are and make us better people and not just have smarter people. Because being smart, most of being smart is a gift from HaKadosh Baruch What we do with that wisdom, yeah, that's, that's us. That's us. Turning the page, he gets, it continues and he quotes others. Look what he writes in the middle paragraph. Only a few years ago, Science Newsletter reported that the automobile has in the past 40 years killed over a million Americans, twice as many Americans lost in all the wars of its history combined. Does it mean that the horse and the buggy drivers were better? No. But it does mean that advanced knowledge that led to the invention of cars required an equivalent advance is in wise-heartedness. In the inner-spiritual warehouses with which to control and assimilate that new knowledge, along with... Knowledge we have to have safety regulations or whatever it might be, and he quotes right so much. So much knowledge doesn't seem to be getting us. Continue down to, uh, lower, lower down on the page. What we desperately need is less engineering and more conscience, less new knowledge and more pondering and educating ourselves how to use the knowledge we already have best to serve humanity. And therefore, he says we have to we have to be chachmi we have to be Chachmilev. And then he has a classic Rabbi Lamb line on the next page as he writes, for indeed we moderns have much to repent for our thoughtless worship of wisdom and science and technology. We just want to have the wisdom and the consequent threat to all mankind. We have plumbed the nature of the Adam but neglected the nature of the sons of Adam. Okay. So Rabbi Lamb puts it in a, in a sentence. You know, we have to care about Adam and not Atom, right? What, what, what is the focus it can't just be the chachma, And that's what he says. This is the order ordained by God for a prophetic people. First, me avonotechem, And then, after that, first introspection, fear of God, then the construction of the house of God. So we have to use the chachma that we have to become better people, to allow it to shape who we are. And if it stays only Adata hayom and doesn't get to the vahashivosel el then we're lacking... In a major part of our, of our calling. Okay. A one little liner. A short one from the Gra. I haven't had a Gra in a long time. I apologize, we should get back to the Gra. But the Gra, towards that, we have what we know at the, um, all of the Begadim discussed. And towards the middle of the Begadim, we have Chafches Lamid, right? Okay. What well, we have, Pituche Chosam Kodesh Lashem. Pituche Chosam. So pasik Lamid lamed It's a mistake in here. It should be Lamid He in source number uh, source number ten. Uh lamed he. Towards the bottom. Maybe I forgot to put a uh, forgot to put a page number. Or the bottom left. In the Pasik of Pituche Chosam Kodesh Lashem. So that's describing the tzitz. The atzisa tzitz zahav tahir, the pitachrallah pituche chozam kodesh l'Hashem. Pituche chozam, developed the type of writing um, that is described. The Gemara talks about how exactly it was written on the Tits kodesh l'Hashem. Different days in the mepharshim, how it looked. But says the Gra, this is from the Kol Eliyoh. lomar al derech remes. The Gemara says in beginning in Maseches Tinus Gimam mafteichos biyadosh l'kodesh barachu Right, there are three Maftechas that Hashem held on to, three keys that Hashem holds onto and doesn't give to a Shliach. The maftech Shalchaya, childbirth, as it says, the Yefta Hashem is Rachma, shel Shoqshim, the rain, Mafteh shel Khiyas Those three. The Pischianias Kivrosekhem as the Psukim describe. Right, so those three. The Adua de Las Mosa del there's nothing not hinted to in the Torah. So here we have it Pituche Chosam rashi Tevos Chosam is Chaya Tichya Matar. Right, so the pituche, the keys of Chosam, Kodesh Lashem, that stays in Hashem's hands. That stays in Hashem's hands. The girl looked at this Pasuk and he saw a Remez to that, to that Gemara. I think the tour uh, also quotes that there's another day there, and the, there's a fourth day there, Parnasa, right, and the Anama Bey is on top. So the, the tour quotes the word Mafteach is also a Rashi Tevis. Right, the word mafteach is matar, and parnasa, tchiasamesem, and chaya. So the Gra says it on the word chosem, but you could also, I think the Torah quotes it on the word mafteach. Okay. Continuing. So the Koangalda puts on these special Bagadim. The tzitz, the golden forehead plate, the chaya al and Aaron will bear the sin of the Karbanos. And it will be constantly there. So we have the sits on the, on the forehead. We have the choshen with the special jewels attached to the eifod on the, on the chest of the Kohen Gadol and all the beautiful adornments, the me'il under that. So it says the Azayim Torah of Saratskin. We've quoted something like this in the past. Rav Salvechik gave a whole yard yardside, uh, not a yard yardside drasha. He gave a heshbon for Rav Ozer about the titz and the choshen. A couple years ago, we did that, I think, in the in the year. But let's see this year what the Zayim Latora says. Says Rav Okay, we can't rate Big Day kahuna. Can't rate them. They're all special. I mean, there is there is some. Might be some difference. The Arachaim Hakadosh and others in the Pesukim seem to say that there is a, 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 a some rating at least between he has the Tzitz and the Mechnasayim are appear to be different than the other six. But we're not going to go into that right now. But he's going to focus on two: the Tzitz and the Choshen, right? Both having special qualities. Choshen Sha'al Halev Kadam Ba'asiyah. right? The Choshen was commanded first. And also how you put it on. Right, we have a, later on all of the uh, begadim that are, that are put on. Moshe helps Aaron get clothed. And also the which is connected to the heart is put on before the tzitz, which is connected to the mind. That reminds us yadecha. The arm before the head and the heart before the mind. Even though the Kedush of the Shalrosh is higher. Like why is the Kedush of the Shalrosh higher? It has two extra shins on the box. It's two extra shins on the sides of the Shalrosh. So why is it so important that we know it's a keresakasif, like, right? You can never have the shell rosh on without having the shell yad on, uh, unless you're only putting on a shell rosh. But we put on the shell rosh second and take off the shell rosh first. Why is that crucial? To have the shell yad on before the shell rosh, to have the choshen on before the tzitz. Venerally, Shahamatara shalachoshen Vishel Tilin shell yad as hatavas shebeleiv l'bo'ray. First, we have to break our biases. We have to break our taivus, where our heart is pulling us. Right? Once we break our biases, then we can think clearly and connect to Hashem. Then we can think clearly. Right? If we have a certain... Uh, biased to something, then, then our, our thinking is going to be crooked. Right? right? If we, if we take a bribe, right? We're going to be, we're going to be slanted. We're going to think we're objective, but, but it's hard. Right, because if we're really weighing the different options both a Tavis from an an im with us um ich schachte aus apirov esa if we if we're affected right we could be objective what does the Mishnah say in the gam ein adam roed nigay atsmo something like that not things that exact washion but right nigay asmo I ain mean, apiasmo something you can't see well. Literally, what does that mean? It means a, a, a kohen. Let's say a kohen gets a rise. He's not allowed to look at his own gun. But Bally Musser used that to say you don't see, we don't see our own faults. Because we can't be objective. Because we see what we want to see, and that's why we first have to try to objectify and and take out any biases, which is symbolized by the heart. And whatever we could do in that realm we have to. Lafihakh Allah Adam Koben called the Shabay Tavas Libolavo Dosis Barkshamo. First we have to be That Al Yudeha M so Im Shnitora. Hanachasfilon the Khoshen Negal. We have to do a negar lev. Maybe also it's also part of why we have the stone of every shavit on the heart. Because if we recognize that it's not just us, we're part of a whole where we're connected to each other, we're connected to the Shiftei Ka, we're connected to Shiftei Yeshurun, as it says on the on the and also, that'll put us in our place, also. And then we could go to Kodesh Lashem, on the sits, directly connected to HaGadosh Baruch Hu. merasin when we muzzle our taivos, when we, you know, control ourselves, hanaka lo and, and that's also obviously Hashem knows we're human so it's only commanded once but ask Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is about being Marah Sein trying to get us not to focus on our physicality all of the five Inuyim is to be like Malachim. Remember it's not a, it's not a sad day it's not a Midina velus, but it's about disconnecting from everything in this world to be able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why first we have the Choshen and then we have the Tits. And in that way, hopefully we'll be able to get an objective connection to HaKadosh Baruch Okay. So that's about the Tits and the Choshen. Let's talk a little bit for a moment about another Beket that's left off the list at the beginning. We quoted this years ago, but remember, let's go back to the beginning for a second. Right, remember at the beginning, These are the begadim. Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu. What are the begadim? Choshen, Ephod, Me'il. Right, those three are part of the Big Day Kahuna Gadola. That's three. K'tonest Hashbet, Mitznefes, V'Avnet. Right, those are part of the Big Day Hedio too. Okay, Mitznefes, Mekbas, they're both a hand. So it's interesting, if we don't really read it so closely, there's only six on this list. Where's the other two? There's eight big And here, these are the begadim, and two of them are... Where's the tits? Where's the mechnasayim? That's what we mentioned before. The Arachayim HaKadosh, I think it says here. Tzitz, l- l- because it's higher, and the mechnasayim, because it's somewhat, so to speak. I don't want to call it lower, but let's call it more functional. More functional than symbolic. And that's even reflected in the Words that are used later on, when they're actually mentioned in Pasuk Mem, <speaking> in <Hebrew> And then, <speaking in Hebrew> You put on the clothes. And then, And <speaking> then, <in Hebrew> Put on the michnasayim like boxers we would call them. That's what they look like. So it says Rav Chaim Knievsky. In source number nine, right? It's interesting that the michnasayim are only mentioned here that I mentioned earlier. Michnasayim ein ksuvin beparsha. K'shi larabos michnasayim. Okay, it's included with v'ze but it's not said befeirish. tam lomba michnasayim beparsha. So why not? Why are michnasayim left off the list? The Epshar, the Hatam, the Moshe, Elohim, Mishum One shot is what were those Bagadim? Those Bagadim that Moshe is commanded to clothe Aaron with. The Michan may maybe the Kwanam put on themselves. Right? The other Bagadim, Aaron helped them put on. But. The Mechlasayim that was that was put on themselves. That's why I said listen earlier. Earlier, I wasn't listening to the begadim to have kedusha, but it was just the begadim that Moshe helped Aaron put on. Sure, of But then he says, oh, maybe there's something inherent, as I just alluded to before. Maybe it's not just like what they put on. Mishum The Mechlasayim weren't like the others the safaris. The weren't the others according to this, erva, right, where the were functional, serving a purpose, when B'nei Yisra, when Yisra, when Zaram go in, right, we have to wear mechnasayim, we can't go in without mechnasayim, and therefore, it didn't have the status really of a, of a beget kahuna. So that's why it's not listed earlier. He says, once it's commanded, once it's here, that mameli have to put it on, then it becomes one of the set. Right? And if a coin's not wearing it, so then it's, it's, so maybe, again, today is here in the Talmud de whether it inherently was different or not. Lamaisa becomes one of the big dekehuna, but today is whether inherently it is, it is different. Okay, just wanted to end with a thought about Adar. Again, we actually, yeah, I gave you the Arachayim also. Get the, uh, sorry, I mentioned it outside before, but I think we had it a couple of years ago, but I just gave it to you again on the top kasha loma loma na kasev el hashishah begadim, in less of the tzitz of the mechnasayim, as I, uh, page number, source number 10, beiz ramelu eina begader echad em hashishah, ha tzitz lisan malasso yoser migimol beitekehuna, and that's why it's bifnei atzma vachasayim lisan yosem ba'adar gabchusa migimol. Okay, fine. But the last thought, chodesh adar, so adar aleph. So yes, we know, Purim, mikramigila, matanas lavionim is all an adar sheni, but it doesn't say anywhere, that Mishnichnas Adar Marvin B'simcha does not start Adar Aleph. There's even a tshuva of the, of the Chasam Sofer that many, you know, many of us don't read the tshuvas, but the first line of the tshuva he writes the date. Yeah, one of the tshuvas of Mishpat and the date is Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph Shemarvin Bosimcha. There's a lot like that in the date of the of the tshuva. And the Chasidish aver of Mishnichnas Adar Marvin B'simcha, Mishnichnas Av Matin A Jew always has to be B'simcha. It's just like the dial, like moves, right? Mimatin means doesn't mean none, and marbin doesn't mean total, right? So it's just the dial changes, but it always has to be besimcha, okay? But says the, we mentioned this, I think, a number of years ago, but it's uh, we'll mentioned it again, again about simcha related to Adar, but it's really about simcha about our life. B'chodesh Adar marbin besimcha, simcha tali Amalek. We know simcha is about overcoming Amalek. The connection, we should have a sadar, and he quotes that he heard from his father. His father, he was of Avram sure, he heard from his father of Gadal Shur That the Chazal tell us, Ein simcha kahataras hasfeikos. There's no greater simcha than the clarifying of doubt. Right? The Gemara says a, a state of doubt is... is we, feel, we don't feel comfortable. We feel even the Gemara says it's even worse to come home when a wife is a suffik nida than a Vada nida. Because a Vada nida, you know, suffik nida is more more challenging. The Gemara says that's another another way to look at it. But here ain't simcha. So what what's the simcha? A malik we know is suffik. Many point out. So getting rid of a malik is simcha. So what what's going on here? What does this mean? <laughs> he says. Hashem uva Aliyah Adam adi Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Right, the Arizal says the ultimate Jew has to be in a state of Simcha. The Arizal says all of his Giluyim that he was zochet to, he says it was because of the happiness that he felt when he served Hashem. Vihine. Kasher Adam osa Mitzvah vaAdam Misupak b'Zeh. Iyati dechovaso ba Mitzvah. Ikiyem Mitzvah b'Shelamus. As la Olmei nebaladi Simcha Shal Mitzvah. If a person's always worried and and nervous, even within the world of Mitzvos. Did I do it? Was I Yodse? That's, that's the power of Amalek. That's Munea Simcha from us. He can't get us not to do the mitzvah, so I'll do the mitzvah, but I'm, I'm going to have you worried and nervous about it. That's the koach of Amalek, lahachnis lo tocha Adam Sveikos. Baideize ye Munea min Adam Simcha. What's HaTaras The unwrapping of the shackles that we have not to be besimcha. Doubt and nervousness and worry. What's worry? What's worry and anxiety? It's so, because we don't know what's going to be. We don't know what's going to be. So we're just nervous about things. But it's all about doubt. The power of beating a malik is when we go up and we realize. We try to have clarity. What's clarity? When we feel close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's clarity. When it's clear to us, and we take refuge in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's the clarity that we that we that we need. Right when a person is sure of something, so then there's no there's no um, there's no budging them. He quotes at the end, Mordechai lo yichra v'lo yishtachave. Right, he didn't bow. He didn't bend, right? Why is it Lashon Aset? It should be Mordechai lo kara, What do you mean? Lo yichra va lo yishtachava, ye shlomar. Ki haadam she'ein lo achlota v'adois. achlota shalo hu rak If a person doesn't have that clarity of spirit, so then every every decision is just here and now, who knows what's going to be tomorrow? Who knows what I'm going to think in the future? Who knows if I'm going to be able to keep it up? But if somebody is vada, somebody is so sure and clear in his avoda, and every decision now is, you know, has ramifications for the future and could snowball into the future. Mordech, right? It doesn't say Mordechai. He, he didn't have a suffix. and he wasn't korin m'shtachavim, and he wouldn't be Koran m'shtachavim because the goal. And we daven for clarity with that Baruch Hu. I think we mentioned in the past the thought of Asher White's quotes is, quotes in his uh, bencher, his Rebbe, the Diver Yatsiv. We say Sabeinu mitu vecha. We ask Hashem on Shabbos, Sab'enu, we should be satiated from your goodness. Sab'enu mituvecha. So he says there's depth to that phrase. Because the Gemara says, Suma eno Somebody who's blind cannot become, doesn't become satiated. Because part of, of seeing, that, that's part of our satiation. It's all in the presentation. You go to a restaurant, the presentation of the food, it's not just the food. That's part of becoming satiated, is seeing. So he says, mituvecha, <laughs> Hashem. We want to be satiated from Your goodness. What does that mean? We want to see it. We want to have it clear. We want to have it clear. There's so much lack of clarity in today's world. Right? And over the past couple of years, that's even more lack of clarity than normal lack of clarity. But we don't know what normal lack of clarity is anymore, right? Normal. There's a new normal, right? In our, in our day and age, new 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 life, new a new new understanding of you can't plan ahead. But that's, that's, what, that's what Adar is about. Adar is davening for Simcha. Simcha means Chateras Hasveikas. Simcha means that the should reveal himself to be mezaka us, to be able to, to uh, gain an appreciation and closeness with him. We have two, two months to try to work on this this year, right? The Simcha and the, and the clarity that we, that we daven for. And again, as we've said, there's always darkness before light. So we hope that all the darkness and all the confusion... And all the doubt that we've we've experienced over the past couple of years, uh Litzlan, Hakadosh Baruch Hu should bring out tremendous light, tremendous clarity. Sabenu mituvecha. In these months of Adar, we should be uh, satiated with all the goodness of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, uh, and He should bless us with all the brachos haksuvos b'torah.